Welcome to What the Famicom, home of video game nonsense. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the What the Famicom podcast, the podcast for gaming nonsense bullshit, just really kind of really fucking important stuff that I hope you knew. And if you didn't know, I'm here to tell you about these what the fuck kind of things in gaming because they're more important than your review that you're writing for the next Mario game or Overwatch's next character because in a year, nobody's going to be talking about those games. But we're going to be talking about these games I'm going to be discussing for years, for decades, for a millennium. And that's why I'm here to tell you why they're so important. Now, today's episode is the first, I guess you would call it, sequel episode. It's a companion piece, companion, companion, video game word, is a companion episode to a previous topic that we talked about, is the non-gaming in films. This is non-films in gaming. Now, I say that with a question because in non-gaming in films, we kind of look like, looked at movies that had games or gaming in it that had fucking nothing to do with it. They inserted video game shit willy-nilly, and they thought we wouldn't know, and they ruined those fucking movies forever for me. And I wanted to talk about the other side of the coin, because I just didn't get it. First, you're going to give me these fucking movies with empty Game Boys. Now you're going to give me the other side of it. I demand it. Hollyweird and video game industry, you better answer to me right now. So, oddly, the thing that sparked... Not my original conversation, but the one about this was the recent release of Mortal Kombat 11. Now, if anyone knows, Mortal Kombat 11 just came out this past year, and Sonya Blade was voiced by none other than UFC fighter Ronda Rousey for some fucking reason. I don't fucking know. I remember reading about it, thinking it was a joke, and then it came out, and she was in it, she did mocap, I don't even think it was mocap, probably just voicing, and... Why wouldn't you just fucking take the same voice actress from 10 or 9 or even the actress that played her in 1, 2, 3? Anybody. Why the fuck do you... You don't need a celebrity to sell motherfucking Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat. You don't need a celebrity to sell that game. Also, she sucks. She's a bad actress. I mean, that's besides the point, but it's also really fucking important because she was in Fast and Furious and weirdly, this episode has a Fast and Furious connection. But you will see later, maybe sooner, maybe later, you know, you'll just find out. But again, why? It's Mortal Kombat. There's reptile people. There's dudes with fucked up teeth. There's dudes that can never get a normal full-time job because they have four fucking arms and a ponytail and are rulers of a race of monsters that you don't want coming over in this realm. And I just, you don't need a celebrity to sell it. So I wanted to look at games that did need a celebrity, that really needed to bank on that star to sell their game. Like, it's the fucking opposite. I wanted to look at movies, not movies, it's the flip. I wanted to look at games that sort of wanted to try to be movies, so they banked on this one fucking person to sell the shit out of this game. And obviously, you know, the examples I'm going to give, you're going to see, they're fucking pieces of shit and even the people that are in it are pieces of fucking shit 
I, what kind of game would want to be, you know, a wannabe movie? Now, celebrities and games, that's not fucking something new. The early 90s, you know, you had Moonwalker. You had 50 Cent was in, like, fucking, I don't even know, 500 games about him being, like, a soldier. There was Shaq Fu. Kid and Play had a Sega CD game where you made music videos for them. Britney Spears had a fucking game that came out on the PS2, the Game Boy Advance, and the PC. I don't, you know, one's enough, Britney Spears. Why do you have to be on all three? I don't care how popular these games were or not popular. They needed that fucking celebrity. They, like, imagine Moonwalker with just a guy who's never been slapped with a lawsuit about being a pedophile. Or a game called Rick Fu. You know, it's just about a dude who's not a 10 foot tall idiot basketball player. You know, if it seems like it's a bad idea to make a famous person the star of a game, you're probably right because it was, and I'm gonna give you these examples to show how fucking confident some of these games were with their celebrities that tried to sell it. And they all turned out like dumpster fires. And you might own some of these games and be like, nah, dude, you know, that was class. It's a cult classic. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna fucking... Don't. Just. Just don't. Anyway. So we're gonna go on to the list now. My first example is sort of an odd example. Because it actually falls in the category of a hugely already popular franchise. It was a franchise of movies before. So you would think, oh, Bankable Star, Bankable Franchise. This fucking game is gonna sell like hotcakes. But it doesn't. I am, of course, talking about Electronic Arts from Russia with Love. Yeah, James Bond game. Everybody knows it. Everyone knows the movie. It came out in 2005 for the PS2, the Xbox, GameCube, and the PlayStation Portable. Who fucking... I wiped my ass with the PSP. It starred Sean Connery, who... Oh, oh, I'll fucking get to that motherfucker in a second. But it's an adaptation of the second James Bond movie from 1963. But it's not really, you see, to adapt that into a core game because 60 movies are sort of trash and it was just people talking and there were some action scenes, but you know, whatever. They wanted to make it more cool and added things to make it more game-like that didn't show up until later Bond movies. So his car, the, the fucking, you know, the famous James Bond car, the Aston Martin, didn't show up until the next movie, but they put it in this one. Nice try, fucking Bond. And then there's a jetpack from Thunderball, which is two movies away, two movies away, and you're gonna throw it in this. If I was a James Bond nut and I played this fucking game, I would already, I would already be zipping my pants back up, because I'm not dropping my drawers for this. You know, take a car from the next movie, take a jetpack from two movies. Ahead? Nah. You're, you, the, James Bond canon's all fucked up now. Yeah, it's the same decade, but Electronic Arts was sort of ch fucking cheating. I don't like it. They added, they actually added characters. I think they added women characters. And they changed the main villain. They changed his affiliation with Spectre. And nah, dude. You ain't, nah, you ain't getting away with that. It's weird. It's weird enough to be like, this is bullshit. You know, like, we're going to change the canon of James Bond. But the other thing is it starred Sean Connery. I'm not saying that he was just on the front and it was the poster for From Russia With Love. This motherfucker who retired from 
movies said yeah take my likeness take take my take my face take my voice from the movie i don't care you know go ahead that's cool and that would be fine but this mother fucking scottish fucker who quit acting because of league of extraordinary gentlemen yeah i you i know don't i'm not even gonna explain that movie you know that movie it's watchable trash i enjoy watching it but this dude said he hated making movies after that movie so he quit all right that's fine you know that's I, I think that was like 2003 whatever dude this game is 2005 okay so there's no if anything you record the dialogue like 2004 and it just really pisses me off because he recorded new dialogue i should have oh i should have fucking said that first sean connery this high and mighty scottish motherfucker was like oh give me some haggis and i'll fucking do it like fuck you you know, you quit acting, you come back, in a miserable experience, and you're a voice acting slut now. You're just gonna, you're just gonna do it. You know, stick a bagpipe up over your ass. You're a voice acting slut, and you, he, this motherfucker actually had the balls to say when they were making the game. People were interviewing him like, "Oh my God, Sean Connery, like, what the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, da, da. he actually had the balls to say, as an artist, I see this as another way to explore the creative process. Video games are an extremely popular form of entertainment today." You're, it's 2005 they've been entertainment for fucking 20 years why didn't you sign up to do a voice and marry you you fucking asshole and I'm this is a continuation and I'm looking forward to seeing how it all fits together fuck fuck you you fucking fuck off Connery you know you're great in movies but you really you, the last great thing you did was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen you were not great in this fucking movie you're in this little booth recording dialogue. There's probably parts in the game where, you know, you sound like 30s Sean Connery. Then you sound like fucking deteriorating 90-year-old Sean Connery. And I'm going to gonna find that fucking audio and I'm going to destroy you. Because I know you're still alive. Because you're banking on money from this game. So, of course, you know, it came out. It received mixed reviews. Good. And now it fits alongside other shitty James Bond games that came out after GoNine. Because, again, I'm going to say this. GoldenEye, only good movie, only good game. Fucking done, deal. I mean, Bond games, they're not exactly flying off the shelves, and if you recall from the previous episode, I said one of the Bond games actually came out on 9-11. Like, damn. So Sean Connery doing this is just basically as bad as 9-11 happening. So, you know, it's just, yeah, I compared the two. And it's a made-up movie. You know, that's why I'm saying it's a made-up movie. Yeah, it's from Russia with Love. But you're gonna add shit in. Oh, you're gonna add dialogue in. No, not on my, not on my watch. You know, I'm with the Famicom. I'm gonna call you out on your shit, Sean Connery. Everyone thinks you're a great actor. You're a piece of shit. And I'm sure the dialogue is terrible, cause you know, two years of not acting, you're you're fucked, dude. Anyway, I, hmm, Sean Connery really pisses me off. But our next made-up game form, I guess you can call it that. Revolves around Uber, Superstar, King of Cinema, and of course, I'm talking about Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, everyone knows him. It's the D's, you know, the VD, I like to call him. The, imagine this, picture this. The year is 2009, and this is before Vin Diesel kind of had his Fast and Furious uh, renaissance. Fast and Furious 4 didn't come out yet, but he, I think they both actually came out in the same month of 2009 
the game we're about to talk about in Fast and Furious 4. So that's kind of, you know, he's doing, he's doing pretty good. But, they, you know, they probably started making this game a while ago. But he was already killing it in the video game scene. Now, he created, you know, Chronicles of Riddick games. Everyone knows Chronicles of Riddick. Everyone knows Riddick, his sci-fi series. He created these motherfucking games. He created Xbox game, The Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. If you've never played this game, it's like a first-person stealth game, fuck. Turn this off. No, actually, keep it playing so it counts as a listen. But go find that game somewhere. Like, it single-handedly has the best character in any fucking video game. And his name is Thunder. And he is in the prison in the beginning. You know, you're in Butcher Bay, the prison. You're walking around, you're talking to convicts, you're talking to inmates. Walk up to this dude in the corner. It says Thunder. He just starts saying, I don't want any trouble. Go away. I shit you not. I, I think I actually tried finding that on YouTube. And I wasn't able to, but I can fucking vouch for it. I can vouch for Thunder. You know, like Thunder, you, you, I got your back, dude. But anyway, he says that. Vin Diesel knows a thing or two about video games, so and he knows a, th- a thing or three about movies, so just combine them, right? You know, it's, it's, it's going to work out. It already worked out with a movie into a game. Why not try the reverse, right? What's the worst going to happen? Fucking everything. Developed by his, I guess, game side company, Tygon Studios, which was a video game part of his production company, One Race Films. One Race Films kind of, you know, was his umbrella of everything he wanted to do. 2009's Wheelman, that's right, it was called Wheelman, was released on the PS3, the Xbox 360, and Windows. Vin Diesel, the D's VD, played Milo Burek. Uh, I think I think he's a CIA agent in Barcelona. I don't really, like, he's undercover, so I'm not really, you know, I don't know. It's open world, there are destructible environments, plot is stupid, it's complicated, I don't really, there's a lot coming on. But get this, when the game was announced in 2006, so much confidence in the D's, even though the D's wasn't really fucking killing it in the box office, the film version was announced. The film, the fucking film version of what? Assholes. What do you, nobody, nobody cares about Milo? The, the, the movie, well the game first was a joint production from Midway Games. And MTV. So Midway, you know, you know, popular 90s video game company. And MTV was like, you know, who, why were they fucking making games? Who the fuck knows? But, you know, and the movie was going to be my, made by Paramount Pictures and MTV. Does the, does the fucking V in MTV stand for VIN? Like, why, why, what the fuck's going on here? Anyway, it was going to be a sequel about, no, I think it was going to be a prequel about Milo's background. Who fucking wanted that? Nobody asked for it. Nobody asked for Vin Diesel to do anything. Just keep cranking out. Just go back to the Fast and Furious movies. 2006. You know, last one you own was the first one. I think that's when you made the cameo in 3. Yeah, I fucking remember that. Shit, that was a big deal. But, you know, just go be in a blockbuster movie, you fucking idiot. Nobody wanted that. So the Wheelman was just... If you've ever seen it or played it, it was just a shittier version of Driver... Nobody asked for that. I think they were still making driver games. So don't, what do you, don't do. Just D's, just don't. It was forgettable. It was as forgettable as Thunder from Butcher Bay. And that's a shame. Because people don't really remember or give credit to Thunder. 
the game didn't get great reviews at all, you know? The movie was shelved, and Vin Diesel lived happily ever after. You know, a weird side thing was that he tried to he tried to do this again. He was he if you've ever read interviews of Vin Diesel, he's a fucking nutbag because he's obsessed with the conqueror Hannibal Barca, who was like a conqueror in like the BC era. So with his video game like subsidiary of One Race films, he tried to make an MMORPG about Hannibal Barca and his army. And he was doing this at the same time he was trying to get the movie off the ground in like the early 2000s, mid-2000s, banking on that triple X money. But it just never went anywhere. The game never happened. The movie never happened. But then he made another awesome Riddick game. So happy ending for everybody, except Milo. So you got two canceled movies, one canceled game, and one shitty game. Vin Diesel, you are not. You're you're just not. You're taking the cake right now. You're not doing good, dude. I mean, you're doing good now. You got that group money. But it's just you were. You know, I'm glad you went back to Fast and Furious. That's all I'm saying. Now, I have talked about Ronda Rousey. I've talked about Vin Diesel. And to perfectly tie up this Fast and Furious bow. Our next game stars one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Probably, and you know, more than likely, one of People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. I'm going to guess 2002? That was like peak, not too jacked rock. But, I mean, I just spoiled it. It is The Rock. Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. You know, the king of cinema. I think, uh, I think that's what I call him. I don't know what anyone else calls him, but, you know, he's the, he's, he is The Rock. Now, The Rock was already in the PS2 Mummy Returns game. He, you know, if anyone remembers Mummy's Re- Mummy Returns, the Scorpion King shows up. So he's the villain in that. So it kind of sort of uses his face. Then in uh, 2000, actually, flip that. That was 2001. 2002, he was in a Scorpion King game. Because remember, motherfuckers, there was a Scorpion King movie. Where he added his likeness and his voice. And he was like, oh, I want to I wanna get in on this video game. You know, he's like... You know what? This came out on the GameCube? I'm feeling this. Then he was in the famous dud video game movie, Doom. Uh, he was still, you know, he still had a raging video game boner. And it just wouldn't go down. So he decided, he's like, I'm going to, I want to be involved in a game, but also a huge blockbuster film. So the game I'm talking about is, some people might know this, because I think people probably own this more. The game I'm talking about is 2006's Spy Hunter nowhere to run it came out on the ps2 the xbox and the pc it was released by midway fuck midway man you're really you're between this and Wheelman. what are you what are you doing listen i know you i know you made uh mortal kombat 4 but you don't have to fucking do this dude but there he is you if you look up this game spy hunter nowhere to run he's he's right there on the cover that motherfucking that rock face is hovering above a car and it's the spy hunter car you know it's it looks like a movie poster for a movie that doesn't exist and i hope fucking never does it is based off the popular 80s arcade game spy hunter everybody kind of remembers that it's an overhead vehicle combat game the movie was supposed to be some like hip gritty but blockbustery retelling of the game i think anyway in the 80s arcade game the spy hunter was named Alex Sect, and The Rock's name was Alex Decker for the movie? 
That's just a fucking stupid change. Rock, what are you doing? If you're already into video games, you should know just fucking... You already fucked up with changing shit in Doom. You know, you had leverage. Just be like, I'm gonna keep it. That... Sorry, that was the first time I ever impersonated The Rock, and that was really terrible. But anyway, his character, Alex Decker, he was an agent for a secret espionage agency and probably gets in the Spy Hunter car. It's on... It's... You know, it's on the cover. It's pro- the cover of the game is probably going to be the cover, the poster for the movie. I'm going to be honest. They probably made the poster like, yo, this is this is it. This is going to do it. But who, who, who the fuck cared? Nobody cared. The game was supposed to be a tie-in to the movie. And the movie was going to be directed by, get this, video game movie perfectionist, Paul Anderson. Now, you're probably like, you know, I don't really know who Paul Anderson is, but you do. Mortal Kombat. Resident Evil and coming soon Monster Hunter for some fucking reason because idiots want a Monster Hunter game I don't know but somehow the film thankfully somehow the fucking film while the game was getting made got stuck in what we call development hell what I call you know I'm part of part of Hollywood so I say that while they were making the game so the likeness and the voice work for the game were already done so they were like shit this we can't get this movie off the ground what are we gonna do but they released it. They released the game anyway. And it looks like it's supposed to be part of something. But it wasn't. And they just released the game, you know, as just a standalone. So it probably makes references to the script of this fucking movie that doesn't exist that no one cares about. So he probably says, like, hey, don't forget what we did, Susie. And probably in the movie, you know, him and Susie go on a date in the Spy Hunter car. You know? But we'll never know. And, I, you know, I don't want to know. The graphics for this, oh, the graphics for this game. They look worse. If you, if you, last time you seen Mummy Returns at the end, the rock shows up as the Scorpion King and it's fucking, it looks like garbage. Looks like a dumpster fire. Well, it's worse than that. The graphics for this game are worse than that. I don't even think the rock has teeth in the cutscenes. But somehow it looks worse. And listen, man, like I know the rock and Vin Diesel have some like Fast and Furious beef, but right now, like they can both bond like spiritually and physically over the fact that they're dead fucking movie games and shitty games that almost spawn them so there's that like you know they have they have something to really bond over and that's better than it's more important than like movies about fast cars you know as of today the rock is not associated with it he acknowledges i think he's acknowledged it a few times but it's just you know it's a shame but it's not because you still got by the name the rock so maybe you should just, you know, don't put The Rock on movie posters. Don't, you know, don't sign people's autograph The Rock. And you were probably People's Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive another year. Dude, you can you can live off that. But again, there's that. It would be Vin Diesel. Get back together, dude. Make a Wheelman Spy Hunter crossover. There, I just fucking... It took me two seconds to solve both of your financial gaming backfired game problems. Right there. I am going to contact both of you and get you together. Not to make a Fast and Furious movie or game, but to be friends again. And that's all that's all the fucking universe wants. The rock and the D's. Just making just making something. You can make love. Yeah, it's twenty nineteen. So for my for my final hmm for the cream of the crop, I needed a special I needed the king of all games like this. I need a real special game to end this episode on. So perfectly Hollywood, 
but also so perfectly video gamed up his own ass so much that it becomes this Frankenstein monster of something you want more of, but kind of want to look away, but don't. It's like going to a funeral. Like you kind of, you don't want to look at the open casket. You don't want to see the person's face, but you can't help it. So what better, you know, you you just want to see something just go up in flames because of this fucking game. But what better actor to blame this all on than the man who watched Nakatomi Plaza go up in flames. I am, of course, talking about the king of the 90s, Bruce Willis, and his starring game, the 1998 PlayStation 1 game, Apocalypse. Now, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Developed by Neversoft, who would, they would go on to make the fucking a million Tony Hawk games. A lot of them people didn't care about. And then they made the Guitar Hero games. Like, yeah, nobody fucking plays guitar anymore. I'll fucking say it. But 10 years ago? Hot shit, man. 2006? You, don't lie, you were fucking playing Guitar Hero. Uh, it was published by Activision. They signed a multi-million dollar deal just to get Bruce Willis to even fucking look at their faces. To get a meeting for this game. Uh, you would say it, you would assume this would be a huge game. And people would definitely know this game. But... Um, you would think that it would be bigger, but you'll learn why. I'll give you a little summary of what Apocalypse is. It's a futuristic game. It's not really, it's like Mad Max meets Blade Runner, if you want to kind of look at it like that. But Apocalypse was about an evil scientist named the Reverend. Sure, why not? He uses his expertise as an evil scientist, I'm assuming, because that's, what other expertise do you have? to create four powerful horsemen of the apocalypse. Now, if you don't know the horsemen of the apocalypse, they vary. They're fucking in Darksiders. They're different. They're different in this. It's war, plague, beast, and death. What are you doing? Come on. Beast isn't one. Beast is an X-Man. Okay? In order to make sure the apocalypse happens, that's what he did. He wanted to make sure the apocalypse happens because he's evil. Made these four horsemen. He's like, let's motherfucking do this. Hey, beast, you're my boy. Now, his former, his former colleague, Trey Kincaid, voiced by Bruce Willis, is the only man with the know-how to stop this motherfucker. He, but at first, you know, he has to escape from prison. He was, you know, put in prison at maximum security prison. It was a dual shooter, so basically you can use the dual shock or the D-pad to control. But, interestingly enough, I, I don't think this is the first game to do it, but it's pretty popular for this reason. The... Only on the PlayStation controller, the triangle, square, circle, X, those are used to the direction of the weapons. So that's really interesting. You know, the buttons on the PlayStation controller are controlled where you shot. That's cool. But here's the thing. Like, the plot that I just gave you, now what the game was supposed to be, that's not, you know, that's not it. That's not what the fucking game was. You see, during the development of this game, Bruce Willis was supposed to be your sidekick. It was supposed to be like a futuristic, uh, like a futuristic buddy cop movie. Like never saw employees were like, yeah, we want to, we, we love these lethal weapons and nice boy scout and shit. Like we want to make a movie where your sidekick is Bruce Willis. Like he's fucking shooting clips at you. And you were the one who was the savior at the end, you know, to stop the end of the world. You were the colleague of the Reverend. But Neversoft and Activision were like, oh, shit. You know, who, why would someone not want to be Bruce Willis? 
shit, we really fucked up. Why would somebody not want to play as John McClane? We have Bruce Willis. We just signed $8 trillion to get him. Why are we going to sideline him? So it was really stupid. The game started out like, like I said, a buddy cop movie, but Bruce Willis just recorded quips and responses to you. Like they, they map scanned his face. They did motion capture. They did all that shit just to get Bruce Willis. And he was like, yeah, yeah take it, take it. And then he left. He was done. He just, he recorded these sidelines. And they were going to throw in a main character. Well, guess what? They took the main character out. And all you got, they didn't realize that Trey Kincaid didn't have a lot of lines. So they were stuck in a conundrum of not having any additional voice lines for him. And Bruce Willis not wanting to come back and re-record. So... Trey Kincaid says shit like he has like six full sentences in this game you know throughout the whole game there's he's supposed to be the colleague of the reverend nah there's, they don't tell you that they probably tell you in the booklet nah they don't tell you anywhere he shouts out shit like welcome to paradise here we go chief feel the burn kid who 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 the fuck is he talking to this isn't yeah okay this isn't a movie but it was an action game equivalent of one that's supposed to try to be a buddy cop movie. You know, futuristic setting, end of the world, big star behind it, uh, behind the scenes fuck ups. Like I said, Bruce Wells didn't want to come back to recording. Because he, you know, famously, I think he was like a dick in the 90s. You know, 90s Bruce Wells. He was probably doing coke or going to like a Planet Hollywood opening. You know, whatever. Dude, I forgive him. I had tons of Planet Hollywood shirts. Like, I know you, you know, went to real famous ones. But I went to a Florida one, so I've made a senior. But I kind of think it's kind of great. I still, I actually think the game is awesome. I love it. I think I, I don't care that this behind the scenes shit happened because it makes it more fun. I think it's awesome knowing that I kind of enjoy it more. It's weird, shitty, futuristic polygon setting. The uneven cutscenes with minimal bearings of a plot. The weapons are kind of fucking cool. That's a that that's a home run that is a home run in my book as a bonus get this there was a full-fledged soundtrack as a bonus the soundtrack had system of a down snot and cyrus to name a few now cyrus was like this electronic band that did motion uh, not motion soundtracks i don't know what a motion soundtrack is but soundtracks to games so they were resident evil annihilation the movie need for speed uh in this shitty game so congratulations uh cyrus all those bands got shot to superstardom. Obviously not. But it's just fucking crazy. I really enjoy that game. But I'm, these games just... Hmm. The, the bottom... One of the bottom lines is... Video game movies shouldn't happen. We know that. You know, I briefly talk about them every now and then. But games trying to be like movies so closely that they eventually blow the fuck up in everyone's faces are probably just as bad. And... I don't know. All these games are shit. I'm sure Shaq Fu fucking sucks dick, too. Who knows? I don't remember. And I think they made a sequel to Shaq Fu. And you're idiots because Shaq Fu probably sucked. And you convinced Shaq to be like, oh, I can make a new one. But that probably sucked, too. Um, if, there's, if there is one takeaway from this episode, it it is this. I am here to present you this the takeaway. Just Ronda Rousey, just stay the way, just stay away from my games. You know, tell you and your fast family, just just get the fuck away from my, just stay away. You know, 
I'm sure you'll run into Bruce Wells at some point, but just stay away from my games. Stop. Celebrities, just stay away from my fucking games. That's pretty much it. Now, to end this episode, I like to, you know, bring myself up. I like to bring myself up to the, you know, to the world. Because these things, these things I talk about, these really fucked up things that get me, my blood boiling. I like to be more positive. I unfortunately don't have any listener mail. I don't have a giveaway. But, don't, don't turn off the podcast. What I do have, I think is just as special. Now, everyone knows the Konami code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you do. Gradius, Contra, Castlevania, Metal Gear Solid. You all know it by heart. You know, it's, say it with me, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. Now, the BA fluctuates what game you're playing. But it's it's the Konami code. You know, I plan on naming my first kid Konami code. His middle name will be code, of course. But here is something I want to give you, the listener. I want to change it up, you know? Instead of putting in the full Konami code, instead of doing the up, up, down, down, you still do the last parts, but get this. Try this. Instead of doing the up, up, down, down, take whatever controller you're using, stick it in your mouth, use your tongue to twirl counterclockwise around it. You can press the buttons with your tongue too. It has to be counterclockwise. Do it for 30 seconds and see what happens. You're in for the biggest gaming Easter egg of probably all time. It's the biggest gaming secret. Weirdly enough, I got this off the gaming dark web. I don't, it's something I don't want to talk about, but you know how I feel about the gaming dark web. If you don't go back and listen to that one, cause that's a fucked up episode. But anyway, that is my gift to you for reaching episode six. And episode seven is a treat, but episode six was something special. Episode six was something that I, I really wanted to dissect. I wanted to know why these fucking celebrities were taking games away from me. Hey, Vin Diesel, go back to your fast cars. Hey, Rock, go back to your Jumanji's. Hey, Britney Spears, go back to your GameCube Advance games. Get the fuck out of my face. So that is all for episode six of What the Famicom Podcast. If, you know, I appreciate the feedback in any way, shape, or form, even if you want to throw shit at me or controllers. Ooh, if you want to throw controllers or something, I need a cord for a PS2 we want to throw some cords at me just you know send them but if you want to find me on social media it is at WT Famicom on Instagram and Twitter uh, again I appreciate any kind of feedback I'm glad you listened I appreciate you listening and again episode 7 is going to be a real real treat so as always have a good night have a good evening and wherever you are you know you're, you have a good morning as always game over What was the famicom? What was the famicom?